Hi, and welcome to the My Self Love Style podcast, a brand new podcast designed to help you focus, slow down and de-stress. I'm your host, Emma Harrison, and I'm so excited to have you along with me for this journey. Today, I'm going to be talking to you all about reset days, the day off we all need to get our lives back on track and reduce those feelings of overwhelm. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Guys, I have tried to start recording this podcast so many times, but I keep encountering so many issues with laptops pinging away and, oh yeah, I can't talk either today, which is just a nightmare. So hopefully I'm going to get this podcast started this time. This is like 20th billionth time trying. They say that's lucky, right? Anyway, so reset days. What the hell am I talking about? You've probably got no idea what this podcast is going to be a big old babble about. So, um, a reset day is, well, I actually didn't realise it was a thing. I just thought it was a an emerism almost, which is my usual thing. But a reset day is your virtual day off from the world. At the moment, we're getting into the height of summer, although you wouldn't guess it from the weather outside. Am I right? Um, but you've got loads of social engagements, you know, if you're like me, you're finding yourself probably busy most weekends. You've got a few evenings where you've got stuff on. And we neglect our health and wellness and our responsibilities when life gets busy. And reset days are an opportunity to remove clutter from our lives, to streamline and get all the menial chores done. It's one of those days where you just kind of chuck it in the fuck it bucket and... You just get shit done. Do I need to declare this podcast as explicit because it's got swearing in? Um. <laughs> anyway, why? No. Oh, when should we take a reset day? See, I told you I couldn't talk today. Sometimes we get a little over the top with things, so we get a bit too. Again, we get a bit too balls deep into things, so we will. For instance, planning a dinner party, you take on everything. You want to make it the best dinner party ever. You you know, you've got everything in the house that you need, but you need to go above and beyond and get extras. Why do we do it? And we start to feel mentally messy and cluttered inside. And as a result, we then start to feel dull, tired, burnt out. So why do we need reset days? Well, we need reset days so that we don't feel mentally messy and cluttered inside and so that we don't feel dull and tired. Reset days are fantastic because they create a more feeling of clarity, of peace and calm. They help you to feel like you've got that work-life balance nailed. And it helps you to enjoy the process a little bit more. Whenever we feel overwhelmed, we tend to not feel happy in what we're doing you lose the love for whatever it is that you're trying to to get done. For instance, for me personally, I had to take a reset day yesterday because I just needed a day off from everything. I didn't want to be at my laptop. I didn't want to record my podcast. I didn't want to do anything apart from vegetate. A reset day has helped me get wake up this morning thinking, 
fantastic. I know exactly what I need to do today and I know what I need to do to be happy by the time I go to bed. And the other reason why we need to have a reset day every so often is because when our cup is only half full, we can't serve others. We need to have our cup brimming with energy and positive vibes before we can help pass that on to other people. If we don't make time for ourselves, we can't really make time for others. So a reset day for me, as I say, is a day off from the world. So what does my typical reset day look like? Well, for instance, when I need a reset day, I switch off. So my reset days tend to start the night before. I always know when I need one and I will switch my alarm off and allow allow myself to wake up naturally. Now, I'm quite lucky that I get natural sunlight through the summer. In the winter, it's a little bit harder. But allowing myself to wake up naturally means that I know that my body, most of the time, is getting the right amount of sleep that it needs. So I went to bed. I was in bed, tucked up and fast asleep by 11 o'clock last night. And this morning, I woke up nice and naturally about half past six. My body's gone, yep. I'm ready, I'm rested, let's get on with it. I then laze around. Now, a lot of people will say that you shouldn't doze, you shouldn't hit um, snooze on your alarm, for instance. But I find that when I wake up naturally, if I allow myself to laze around and just have a slow start to the day, it helps my body feel a little bit more ready for what's about to happen. So I will laze in bed. I don't go on social media. Instead, I will read. I'll create positive affirmations for the day ahead. And then once I feel at the point where, yeah, I want to get up now, I'll get up. And the first thing I tend to do when I'm having a reset day is to open a window, open a door, get some fresh air into the environment. Whatever happens next isn't always in a particular order. Most of the time I will head downstairs. I'll start to go with the flow a little bit more. So I always start the day with a coffee. I'm a very big coffee fan, but I only tend to have one a day. Um, So I'll always make myself a coffee to start with. And then I will make sure that I drink plenty of cold water. So I always have a um, 800ml bottle of water in the fridge. And I always just make my way through that. I try to get at least two or three of those in a day. Because when you're, when you're really well hydrated, you don't feel as dull and lethargic. Whereas when you're re- dehydrated, you'll feel sluggish, you'll feel unhappy, your skin will look a little bit more dull. So it's really important to get that hydration in. I'll eat what I want when I want. I don't live by restrictions when I'm having a reset day. Now, there are certain restrictions I do live by, but they're through choice if that makes sense reset days tend to be linked to my ibs so for example i've had a few rough days with it i've been really uncomfortable i've had those really weird twitches in my stomach which are absolutely horrendous and as a result of that i thought i need to have a day off now ibs as i said last week in that episode if you haven't listened to it go back have a catch up 
they tend to be brought on either by something I've eaten or by an experience. So I think personally, this week it was brought on more by an experience rather than something I'd eaten. It was a stressy belly, as I'd call it. So what I'll do when I'm having a reset day is I'll eat foods that I know will make me feel better and they tend to be whole foods rather than processed foods. So I will have a nice bit of granola to start the day with um, a little bit of yoghurt, for example. I might have some fruit, although I'm not a massive fruit fan. I will have a little bit if I've got some in and it's something that I like. I will have things that I, I tend to turn towards carbs when I'm having a reset day, something that will make me feel really happy and nourished. So Things like spaghetti or rice. Um, I'll tend to have lots of eggs or chicken. Just something that's quite feels quite nourishing. Essentially, I eat mindfully, but a bit more mindfully than I do when I'm running around trying to get from A to Z. I will spend a lot more time with Paul. So whether it's sitting with him whilst he's playing on the PlayStation and I'll read a magazine, we'll chat, we'll watch TV, we'll have dinner at the table rather than having it on the floor. You know, just spending a bit more quality time together. Just having that little bit of extra time on a weekend, for example, just makes the week feel so much more worthwhile. I tend to watch a lot more TV and read. I might read my book, might read magazines. I might read some blogs. I don't ban myself from going online when I'm having a reset day, but I just try to take a step back from social media and I definitely don't answer any emails. Probably the biggest thing I tend to do on a reset day is clean, which some people might think is a bit weird, but I do. I tend to always find that I'll feel disorganised and cluttered when the house reflects that. So, for example, on my reset day yesterday, I cleaned the kitchen. So I tidied all the worktops down. I wiped them all down, made sure they were all really nice and clean. I put the washing up away instead of leaving it piled up on the um, the drying rack. I did the laundry by going in and I did all of that. I put all the clothes away. I did a bit of ironing. All those little things just made sure that there was nothing on the floor in the bedroom, for example. And that just made me feel so much better inside. I think, as I say, one of the biggest things with reset days for me is that I'm doing all those menial tasks that I don't tend to get time for during the week. We're all very busy people. We're working nine to five. We're trying to go to the gym, make sure that we're eating well. You know, we're all avoiding takeaways and convenience foods. And that's fantastic that we're looking after ourselves so much. But sometimes we look after ourselves in a way that doesn't mean we look after ourselves. I'm contradiction central today. I catch up with unnecessary tasks, as I say. They're, you know, they're unnecessary, necessary tasks. Um, and I give myself some TLC. That is the important bit. So the important bit of a reset day for me is all these things that I'm doing to clear my headspace and meaningless unless I take a little bit of time for myself and this is where I fill my cup back up so I will meditate or I'll journal for a little while I'm not the best journaler 
But I do like to write my thoughts down and just have a bit of a thought dump. I might create a to-do list of all the things that I now know that I've not got done today that I want to do over the next week. And I'll meditate a little bit too. Now, again, I'm not the best at meditation. But for me, it might just be taking 10 minutes, just sitting quietly and thinking and contemplating about all the great things that are going on and just concentrating on all the good rather than all the rubbish that's going on around me. I'll stretch. Now, when I'm taking a reset day, I never exercise. Not too intensely. So I won't go running, for example, on a reset day. I won't go to the gym on a reset day. A reset day for me is when I go walking or I might have a bit of a stretch and do a bit of yoga. Just something that feels me makes me feel a little bit more awakened. And I'll treat myself. Now, treating myself isn't like parks and recreation, treat yourself. Um, it is just taking myself off for an hour, doing my eyebrows, putting on a face mask, having a hot shower. Again, it's all about that disconnection. And when I'm doing something like that, I'm 100% disconnected from the world. And then I tend to always have an early night. So I will head up to bed quite early. I might read or watch a little bit of TV in bed. And a lot of people say having TVs in the bedroom is a bad thing. But for me, I always put something a little bit more relaxing on. So I am a massive fan of Professor Brian Cox. So I tend to watch his Wonders series. I might watch a bit of Attenborough. Something that's a little bit more relaxing that doesn't necessarily mean you have to engage or think about it too much. So I very rarely put a TV series on in bed because I don't want to be trying to think back to past episodes or making my brain work. I want something that's a bit more soothing. And then quite often I'll fall asleep while I'm watching TV, which to me makes me think that that whatever I'm doing is working because I'm disconnected and I'm happy and that relaxed that my brain can just switch off and let me zone out. It is a bit of a downside sometimes when you wake up at three o'clock in the morning and you have to get up and look for the remote control to turn the TV off. But more often than that, that's not me. So you can see reset days are not a day where you don't do anything. They're actually a day where you really, really get a lot done. But it's all those things that play on your mind. And at the end of it, you haven't missed out on much. So I used to get real FOMO from having a reset day. And I would sit and I would go back on my social media feeds and go back at least 24 hours to make sure I'd not missed anything. If I have a reset day these days, when I get up the next day, I don't go back 24 hours on my timeline to make sure I've not missed anything. I couldn't care less. All I do is check my notifications and I'll look back maybe to the start of that day. I hope you've enjoyed me talking about reset days. And if you've taken something away from it today, why not pop over to my Instagram feed at HarmonyBlazeBlog and come and tell me what your biggest takeaway is. I'd love to hear from you. Finally, I've got a little treat for you. If you click the link in the show notes, it'll take you to a blog post that I wrote on uh, my self-care manifesto. And I've actually added to that a little downloadable for you all. Let me know what you think. And why not give me your biggest self-care tip on that blog post in the comments. As always, it'd be lovely to hear from you. So get in contact with me. There's loads of ways down below. 
you can get me on Twitter, Instagram, over on my blog. Um, you can sign up for the My Self Love Style newsletter, which drops into inboxes on the first Monday of every month by visiting the blog as well. And it would be fantastic if you could show this recording a little bit of love. So tell iTunes what you think of it, rate it, review it, leave me a comment. It would absolutely make my day. And yeah, I will catch up with you soon. Until then, bye bye for now.